0: Yep. Welcome to another episode of Four Layer Takes. Today, we will be discussing episode three of Lovecraft Country, Holy Ghosts. I'm your
1: girl, Kim. It is me, Mimi. It's your girl, Mel.
2: Uh, it's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. on the instant take, I was Black Panther, For this one, I'll be uh, Chadwick Boltzmann, the man.
0: All right. All uh, right, Chadwick.
2: I mean, uh-huh. you, you, do y'all mind if I take a second just to just to speak on it?
3: Good, speak
0: on it. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. I guess for the listeners. So Friday night, Mimi shoots a text into our group chat or whatever, and it it, it was something I couldn't believe. It, it I mean, it shocked me to my core. It made me sit up. It made me gasp. Um. Just yes. Chad. He Chadwick Boseman was somebody that like. Like I admire, but I didn't even know that I I admired him, and I admire him even more posthumously. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, like this man, this man was diagnosed with cancer, and one of his first, in some of his first thoughts and actions, weren't about himself or what he needed to do for himself. I'm sure he had those, but I'm sure his next thoughts and actions were how do I inspire people, which he did. Mm-hmm. How do I tell stories about our, our black our black culture. How do I tell our history? Yeah. The, 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 and I said this on a, I said this on a Sunday episode. The 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 grace, the 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 honor, the kindness that this man moved with, we can only hope to even come close to doing that. This man filmed so many movies in that time from when he was diagnosed. And he, he gave us so 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 many classics, so many things that we'll, we'll remember, that we'll tell our children about. And this man did it all while he was dying.
3: Yeah,
2: he. he I'm sure he was exhausted, hurting, constantly in pain, but he continued to give and give. And I, and I guess I'm about to. I'm. And I guess what every, what I'm about to say next. I'm speaking to our black brothers and sisters. <sighs> right now, right now, we're so self-focused, and we have we have every right to be self-focused. With everything, everything this country has put us through, put our parents through, put our grandparents through, our, all of our ancestors through, we have a complete right to be focused on ourselves and healing ourselves. But just take a second to reach out to to, your, to our brothers and sisters and check on them and make sure that they're okay like yeah like mel said she's not mel mentioned that she was not that she's not okay and it's okay not to be okay but mm-hmm. just check just reach out to check and make sure everybody's okay move with that kindness and that grace and that honor that chad would add yeah
3: yeah preach
2: also, also go get tested and screened
1: yes Yeah. also so, go. Yes, vote as well, <laughs> you
0: know, I think this episode showed us with Dr. Epstein or whatever. you know black people we have a a trauma when it comes to the medical profession yes. when it comes to doctors, but mm-hmm. you know we need to be here for ourselves for and for other people. you know I think Chadwick knew he had a purpose to fulfill, and he didn't want to die without fulfilling the purpose. So he worked through sickness and illness and, you know, Mm -hmm. being tired. And he worked through all that. And shouts out to his family, his caregivers, his friends, Mm -hmm. because they kept his privacy. Like, they knew that was important to him. And that's a rare thing. And he controlled the story to the end, even how the family released the news. We didn't hear from TMZ or some shock paper it was Mm -hmm. done with the utmost respect so it's been an emotional weekend Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i was going when i when i when i heard the news or when i sent the text out yes i was shocked Mm -hmm. And then i was when i came to when it dawned on me that like it was four years so i was like oh so he was sick while he was filming black panther Mm -hmm. um i could only the, I started thinking, like, and this is only my interpretation, like, I'm, his family has been so secretive. Nobody probably will ever confirm this, but I just wonder if he's sacrificed himself to get that movie made. Because, I mean, I know people who were diagnosed with cancer, and mm-hmm. especially in the late stages, and how often you have to go to the doctor, and how often you have to get treatments, and how frequently you have to do this, and to think that he was maintaining that schedule the way he maybe needed to while also doing all the filming for the movie and the press and, you know, all the traveling and all of that, I could easily see him the type of spirit he had doing stuff like, well, I can put this, I can put that off for this little bit or let's put this surgery or this procedure off for a little bit or let me, and just giving and sacrificing of himself knowing what black panther would mean and what it was going to be and so then i was just like this man may have even just harmed himself maybe in the long run knowing that he's giving us what he's giving us so yeah it
4: was just it was the hit in his mind maybe the greater good right yeah so i'm telling you i didn't believe it when i first saw it then i got your your uh, message and I was just like, wait a minute, this can't be for real. I didn't think it was real, straight up. I didn't. It took a minute. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's my dog. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. happy he's not in any more pain. No more suffering. Um. But yeah, he will be very, very much missed.
3: Yes. He did a lot. I'm like,
4: when you, and I didn't realize he was even that old. He was 43. I thought he looked so young. It's like he did a lot with 43 years yeah and even when he was um you know losing
1: all that weight at the end i thought mm-hmm. he was doing it for a role me too i was like he's just doing it for a movie yeah like uh you know how tom hanks looked in philadelphia or mm-hmm. um Matthew mcconaughey in dallas buyers club and i remember uh talking to somebody i was like man i don't know what chad chadwick is about to do but i was like based on tom hanks or um Matthew McConaughey or whoever, I was like, he gonna win an Oscar because I know he's dedicated because I thought it was for a role. It never dawned on me that this man was sick, like at Mm -hmm. all. So, yeah, Yeah, me either.
2: Like you said, it just goes to show we never know what somebody else is going through. So, it's important that we allow each other grace and check on each other and show each other
3: balance.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Check on each other. And if you guys feel sick, please. If you feel bad or anything, feel something off. And unfortunately, you know five million people don't have health care over five million people don't have to have care thirty million people me and me being one of those people lost our health care when we lost our jobs because of covid nineteen they have not been replaced and it's it's hard when you now have to pay out of pocket because our system is so fucked up like i'm I'm literally paying <clears throat> I'm paying once a month and then I pay out of pocket pretty much for everything else like it's not even without having a company backing you it's the I mean it's just you're just getting robbed but if you feel bad please try to go to the doctor and just get checked out um yeah so it's terrible all right check on your strong friends as they say check on your strong friends yeah check on your strong friends (laughs) so okay so I feel like I want to talk through I listened to the podcast that the showrunners put out or the the writer put out but that's the only one i'll listen to like i won't listen to anything else because it started getting people started getting so like conspiracy theories and is this the theory with this particular episode it just got overwhelmed i was like okay let me just shut everything else down mm-hmm. um so i want to kind of talk through of course we can go through the show a little bit more but through some of the themes that i think that this episode really really revolved around um and uh, so we know the episode was called holy ghost it's the third episode uh, of uh, the season um, which it feels like we've been watching this for like a, year, a year. five years. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've really been in this world for
1: quite some time. I was like, "Hey, like, we're in the fifth season. We ain't in the fifth season yet." Okay, but,
4: but it's because we're really like we're literally living it in the real world <laughs> and on the TV. And I'm like, "Oh shit! Good gracious!" Um, I want to talk talk about uh, the theme of grief and like how people are handling grief in this episode and uh. And we just, we literally just talked through how we're handling the grief of a celebrity that we didn't even know who impacted our lives in a positive way and millions of people's lives in a positive way, how that affects us and affects and, and us. So, like in the show, watching like Hippolyta's grief, Dee's grief, Tick's grief, Letty, and Montrose, like by losing this one person who was so core to all of them, um, what did you guys think about that? Like, I was very. Hibalata's grief to me is coming out as anger. It's like mm-hmm. she's in the anger stage and she keeps saying, you know, there's something off, something not quite right. I know something else is going on. She's very intuitive, but I couldn't understand like why. And I, they tried to explain it in the show. It just went over my head. I'm clearly not smart enough. Like she was tearing up his favorite, one of his favorite books, Dracula. Mm-hmm. And I just, and maybe you guys, if you'll listen to the other podcast and the one of the writers, she tried to explain it. I just didn't get it. It did not connect. The vampire to what was going on for me in that grief i thought she was just really upset this was something that he loved and she was because she lost him she was now tearing that book up if you're talking about, you're you're talking about just the writers
1: writers room i guess podcast yeah 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 i don't know if they went into the specifics of why she was tearing the book up i don't think that they did I, and mm-hmm. i didn't really get why she was tearing it up other than she was just angry um or if it's gonna mean something later, I don't know um but uh for me, like you i I know what they were saying about uh Dracula, yeah, it didn't really strike me as Dracula specifically me either. um i I definitely got letty was trying to reconnect with the real world, or she was dead, or or a ghost, and the episode is called Holy Ghost, and this ghost at the end, and she was just kind of off, or grieving, and I think that came across very strongly, but I didn't know if the Dracula thing came across strongly, other than they show us the Dracula book, and they're yeah. like, this is Dracula, so. Yeah.
0: I, I guess know. they tried to show it through blood. Yeah, I don't know why, because um, I don't recall them saying, Why she was the pages out of the Dracula book, I just think Mm -hmm. at that moment it was the closest thing to To, her uh from him. Um, so it it felt like a release to tear it up. I mean, and then she ended up purchasing it again, yeah, later. So Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I don't know. And I have never read Dracula, I've only seen was it Blackula. What's
3: the one with
1: Eddie Murphy? That's why I'm Which I think is an
4: underrated movie. Okay. It's a really okay. funny movie. It's yes. a good movie. The fool's we talking about uh, Evil is Good. He was like, let's oh, see like Donald Trump. And yes. Like, let's see. He, this, is, this is Dracula, somebody that, that is killing people. And he had the church people in the streets singing yes. Evil is Good, y'all. That was so fucking brilliant. <laughs> yes. He, yeah.
1: I posted that entire clip, like, last year, year before last, in reference to Donald Trump. Like, look at all these fools out here. Now they out here talking about, yeah, evil is good.
4: <laughs> and just
1: <laughs> rationalizing it. <laughs>
4: it's like... We're going we gonna to repost that. We're going to repost that, because I think that needs to uh, do the go-around. That We need to repost that.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, again, that's all I know of Dracula is a vampire mm-hmm. Like, So, yeah. I've never read the book. I've never seen the movie. So. I don't mm-hmm. exactly get what it's about. I do wonder why it's his favorite book. Like, mm-hmm. what what about it is his favorite? Maybe we'll know one day. <laughs>
3: maybe,
0: maybe Marcus.
2: No. Yeah. Um, I, I I think I listened to the same podcast that you referenced. I, her her in the book, I, like you said, I'm confused by it as well. Like you said, I'm sure she's going through that anger stage of grief, but. Mm-hmm. I, I, my only assumption would be that, like Dracula, George is not necessarily dead and he's gonna appear again in the show somehow. If, mm. like, I, if Lady was ripping pages out of the Dracula book, I would understand because I feel like, and like they mentioned on the podcast, her and Dracula are essentially the same that kind of living but not living. Mm hmm. So. And I think
4: that's where my disconnect with them were, was because I, I get what they were saying that, you know, and Letty is a taker, like, so she's, she sucks things out of people and sucks, you know, the life out of people or different things. Okay. I just felt that if any, if Letty is any character, of course, y'all know I love, I, I still think she is the walking dead, she's a zombie. Um, but I feel like she is the ghost. Like if now, now I'm switching from her being a zombie to her being a ghost, cause she just kept saying she was trying to feel things. Um, throughout the show, and I think another theme is they're playing with is like hiding because every time you saw her before she, before the end of this show, like when you would first see her, she was taking pictures of people, like she was always hiding behind the camera, popping pictures of people, hey. saying what's going on. She was hiding her virginity, she was hiding the money from her, uh, the truth about the money from her sister. She was um, like, she to me just continued to hide throughout the last three episodes until now we saw her for the first time i feel
2: wow and i guess and i like and i see i like what you said like she she was behind the camera or like you said she was taking she's taking their pictures like um she takes from my brother and her sister
3: mm-hmm. but
2: i guess what does she take from Atticus? how does she how does she suck him or drain him
3: <laughs>
4: i feel
0: like oh sorry do <laughs> you really want never to know never, never, <laughs> mind, never mind never mind <laughs> no
4: i was but what, when you think about it when you To me, it was I I don't want to use the word deceptive, but I feel like if through consent, if someone is a virgin, you should probably tell the partner that you this is your first time doing whatever you're doing so that they can also consent to having sex with you. I feel, and I felt like in that scene, she was being so deceptive because she just wanted to feel so bad. Cause like when, at the end when she told, you know, when she reveals that it was her first time, you saw on his face like, oh shit, you know, like, oh God. Oh shit. Like I wouldn't want to be in his position. I'd be like, I could have made this an amazing time and I fucked you on a bathroom sink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that she was taking whatever she needed from whoever she needed at that time. I get that's the, the Dracula, um, Reference, but I'm like she still to me it's more of a ghost. She's always hiding until the end, till she told them to get the fuck out of her house. Like that is when I think that we saw her.
2: Well, and in the rewatch again, I was confused. Remember when Atticus was looking at her dancing with the guy, dancing with the gentleman on the floor? Or, um, the the guy asked, came up and asked her, like he said, "Me and Liddy, they tussle,
1: yeah, they used to tussle." Yeah. In, so I
2: was confused. Like I mean, men do lie on their dicks. But was he lying
1: on his dick then? Yeah, I was kind of like, was he lying? Did they actually tussle? Was, was, this, was it actually her first time or was it her first time since she big came back to life? <laughs> like,
4: oh my God, that's like true blood. I, that's I like, think that's it was like actually true blood. first time. I Me think too, it
0: was think, actually I, her first time. It I like think true that, blood. that guy is just a dick. That guy, he just does stuff to mess with Tik.
4: Yeah. Is it the same guy? It's the That's same, the same guy I, from the first episode. Okay. Yeah. He's probably like just t- he's Tick's bully, I feel. Okay. But I feel like um, yeah, I, I just feel like she should have told him that that was what was happening. But I, I referenced True Blood because remember when Jessica, the, the young vampire got turned, she was a virgin before she got made into a vampire. So every time she had sex she, the hymen grew back. So she had to go through it over and over again, which is terrible. But that sucks yes that's that's fine but that I don't know she should have told she 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 didn't have to tell him that I feel like I feel like consent wise she, she should have told him I, I don't he clearly didn't know the difference <laughs> well he thought she was th- I feel like because it was so passionate and I'm like but I feel like then he felt bad because he he was like oh god I now I've done something wrong which he didn't do anything wrong but I like you saw in this like I would feel bad and I'd be like, I could have made this very special, and, or I could have decided not to sleep with you if you are a virgin. I feel like that—that needs to be a consensual thing. Being like losing virginity is much more than just fucking somebody. Yeah, but the person who
0: is the virgin has control mm-hmm. over
3: exactly like
0: and how they lose it. Like I don't need to tell you. Exactly. I mean, I don't need to tell you that. Like,
2: we Vigen- don't need to tell Vigen- really- Yeah, virginity is not herpes or STI. Uh-huh.
4: But it's yeah. still, it's still, it's still more than just fucking. Not if I don't want it to be. But some if you have blood
1: it some, some people don't want to fuck virgins, though. Just straight up. A lot of people don't want to fuck virgins. <laughs> so.
0: They don't want to, but it's, a lot of people don't want to. But I also don't need to tell you mm-hmm. that I am. Like, I also mm-hmm. don't need to tell you that. Like. If I want to, cool. But if I don't, so I what? mean, it's
4: it's cool <laughs> for you, but it may not be cool for them. Yeah, I'm like that's where the consent is taken away. I don't think that's where. Right. I don't think that's
0: but So, right. so what's the point? So, uh, help me understand, man, for them. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh
4: huh. I mean, I'm just what's
0: saying. the big deal? What's uh-huh. the big deal? I, I, <laughs> I. What's the big deal for the person? For the other person, because <laughs> I feel like. I don't. I never felt like I necessarily mm-hmm. had to tell someone mm-hmm. that because I'm in control of my body. I'm in control of mm-hmm. what I want and how I want it. If I wanted a love making session, mm-hmm. then I would ask for one. Uh-huh. She s- did not want that. She said she didn't want that. So yeah. why? So why?
4: I, don't know. I feel like you, I feel like it's, you need to tell people if you're a virgin and I was a virgin for a very long time. And I always, I was always like, this is a situation. This is it. Cause you're not trying to, I'm not trying to hide anything. This is the reality of the situation. Because you wanted a different experience. Not necessarily. I, I want to make sure you, that the other person didn't feel some kind of way that if we want, if they, if they didn't consent to fucking a virgin, that's very different than having sex with somebody that has already had sex before. Like that's, it's different. Or it wouldn't be called being a virgin. Like it's a it's a thing. It mean it means something.
2: Well, I mean, I, but I guess and I was just enlightened. I mean, I understand like as when you're taking somebody's first virginity, you're kind of this gate you're this person's gateway into sexual activity. And that's a huge responsibility because you could scar them or enlighten them about yeah. sex for the rest of their lives. So I, I can understand why you might want to
1: disclose that. If you I, remember like- that <laughs> I remember that episode of uh, Living Single when Max was dating old boy and she was ready to, you know, because you know Max was a big hoe. because I love Max. That was my favorite character.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And he would never, every time they got ready to have sex, he would punk out and then he was mm-hmm. like, I'm a virgin and I want you to take my virginity. And at that point, she didn't want to fuck him anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because she was like, I could scar him for life. Scar him for life. I don't want that responsibility. I don't want the emotions involved. I don't want none of that. And she didn't want to do it no more. Eventually she did do it because Max is a big hoe and that's my favorite character. She right. <laughs>
0: so,
4: did it. And then look, and then he left her. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. All the virgins out there, it's up to you guys. Whatever you want to disclose. But if yes, if I'm having sex with you and you find out a girl male, please let me know if you're a virgin because I don't want have sex with virgin. All right. Thanks. <laughs> um okay so we had that um also i wanted to bring up like redlining in communities uh and how you know that definitely has such a negative effect and we see that happening now um in black communities or black americans um with her moving into the north side of the predominantly white neighborhood and how they were treating her um and then a little i I'm, i call it now just white terrorism like i feel like that's what the reality of the situation is that in police brutality uh, when. Again, I was like on last episode. They were like the worst racist because I'm like, you're even you're hurting your own ears by making these, you know, stupid uh, alarms go off. It didn't make any sense to me. Um, But they did do that. (laughs) I said, but they did do that. Like, yeah, real life. It's it boggles my mind. Boggles my mind. So stupid. I mean, but
2: like I said before, white people have throughout history bitten off their nose and spiked their face. But um, also, uh, you mentioned the Red Line. I also wanted to bring up that um, the whole lady took out a home loan to buy the house, didn't she? The lady? Letty, yeah. She took out a home loan to buy the house. I can't remember the name of the loan, but it was, yeah, I would say, it was proprietary. The, people, the, people, the bank that offered it to her, it was a proprietary lender. And ah, I wish I would have remembered the name of the loan. But whatever the loan was, it wouldn't allow her to make changes to a house that she owns because it would default the loan, and they would mm-hmm. give those loans to black people because they know they would, how to say, they would put in restrictions on it because so they would default on it.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, I wish I, I, wish I'll look it up so we just know the name of that been a type of loan.
0: Oh, because I'm like I thought she got
4: the money from Christina to get the house so. but it was it's something that they there was it was a Ruby Ruby said the name of the loan. I just didn't know about what it installment. was. Installment, she said. She and when she mentioned about installment, yeah, I just didn't know what it was. I, di- I didn't know that that's what the the loan, that that's what it would happen if you uh, did something with default
1: on the loan. All I know is that agent name was Jerome Jenkins or something, and I was like, "Now, y'all, JJ, know.
4: JJ, JJ,
1: Neo, <laughs> <laughs> JJ, <laughs> <Y'all remember laughs> HBO might as well name that man Tyrone." Shit. <laughs> 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 Well, a black ass name. That was a black ass name.
4: That was a black ass name. Yeah. Um and another uh while we're looking at the loan and also what we're going through right now with, you know, valuing white property over black lives. And I think that was one that I definitely wanted to call in because I'm like, once she started busting up those cars and I'm like, so she in the police van said, Hey, I've given you 20, you know, 21 um complaints. Now you're gonna come get me because of these people doing this bad thing to me and I'm sticking up for myself, basically. And we see that happening right now with uh, white people killing white people over buildings. And okay, so. so the boy, who, um,
1: your president defending a boy who in Kenosha yes. who went and killed somebody with weapons uh, oh, to defend property that was yes. not his because he lived out of state. Stay your ass at home. <laughs> yeah. Nobody called for you to come over
4: here? No. Anyway. So,
0: to Marcus's point and yours about. Um, redlining. Uh-huh. So in the case for reparation, mm-hmm. uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates article that's in the Atlantic, he describes a, a, a family that essentially was redlined and mm-hmm. and uses that as the case for reparations. Mm-hmm. So in Chicago in particular, because that's where he um, the context for the article, they would peddle these contracts to black families. They would like buy bought the home a white guy i had the the mortgage okay. i would upsell the mortgage to you right? and then you would give me a down payment a healthy one and then you would pay in monthly installments and the installments yeah. would be a profit to me yeah the owner kind of
4: and like then as soon as you miss one installment then i could evict you Okay, so it's like having a private loan, like a private loan. That person that owns a house, like so, if you're a flipper or whatever, and I wanted to sell sell you this house, it's basically me selling you something. They're basically, I mean, it's it's like um, what the mafia, you know, what like the what the people that like loan sharks. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, because she wanted to change something to a dance studio, but if she, yeah, she would the default on the loan. Mm-hmm.
4: Goodness, look look at us learning, learning, black people learning. I love it. I love to see it. Um, then we had the, the overarching theme of using black bodies uh, for science experiments. We kind of talked about that uh, on our last episode. But, you know, we, uh, right now with COVID 19, they're asking black people to please, black and brown people to please come and be a part of the, the study um, for the different drugs to be a part of the, the drug trials. And, um, I'm a black people and I'm, I don't, I'm not going to do it. So I don't, <laughs> do <anybody. laughs> So I, we, we don't trust, you know, black people don't trust the system that way, nor, you know, we have enough experiments done on us and our ancestors to know that there's a reason not to trust. And it's unfortunate because you really yes. need
1: all types of people to participate, to make sure that it works For all people and it doesn't fuck up you know (laughs) you really need everybody to participate but
4: yeah because of history you know yeah we're not i don't think we're not running we're not rushing there to help (laughs) um another theme which i really which i i feel like we're gonna this is gonna be through the out the entire show uh the run of the show is just the family dynamic because now we have you know the I never can't say their name right. Bright White. What is Christina and I's name? Racist oh, Ray- Ray- Targaryens.
1: Racist
4: Targaryens. <laughs> Racist Targaryens and Freemen. So you have cousins and cousins. We have Letty, the Lewises, and the Baptiste. You have the Freemen and Freeman. So like all these different family dynamics that all of us have, you know, in some which a way had to deal with something in our own lives. I think that's, that is that is a really, really um, a, pre- a prevalent theme. And the keeping of secrets. Especially in the black family, and I'm I'm just talking. I'm referencing my own black family. I'm like, we have kept some secrets that needed to be revealed a long time ago, um, because because they and they hurt they hurt us in the end. You know, they hurt yeah. they hurt the loved ones in the end. Um, so I think that's that's kind of interesting, and I, I like the fact now that I like to see. I hope Christina's in a lot more episodes, so we see that Christina tick dynamic and what that family looks like because they just want his blood. But I'm just like, hey guys, you guys are cousins. You need to work together. <laughs>
0: I do have a quick question Speaking of secrets and like family secrets. Are the yeah. secrets that are kept in your family are they kept to protect black men? Are they kept to protect the men in the family?
4: No, not necessarily. Mm-mm. Not all of them. No. So, and they're not secrets kept to necessarily harm. You know, this they're they were put in place by people thinking that they were helping and protecting, right? But. Yeah. yeah, I was just
0: wondering, because I I don't know what I was listening to,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but, you know, there's this whole uh, movement about Black men needing to protect Black women, and it showed up in this episode yes. because the Black men actually protected Letty, but when it comes to secrets or things, oh, I know how it came up. It came up because people were talking about Meg the Stallion and that, that little boy, I don't know his name. and how she was protecting him him. so because he was protecting him and she was the one hurt and how black women do that often in keeping secrets Mm -hmm. to protect black men because the the consequences are far worse Mm -hmm. if those people got out for them and so it's just something I've been thinking about and then that black men actually protected her but the first secret was them not telling Hippolyta about Uncle George, and I was like, "Well, why can't she know what happened? Like, yeah. why I won't tell her the truth? She seems like the type of woman that would get it." So I was like, "I'm confused on why they're keeping this a secret."
2: I mean, do you think she'd get it? I mean, I don't think she would get it. I don't think she would get it if 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 they would have told me that and I wasn't there to see it, I wouldn't believe it.
4: So you would think that. So if they told Hippolyta, she would she would just go. I just think it's a really far out story unless you experience it yourself. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like I feel like she's so intuitive that it may it may behoove them to go ahead and tell her the truth because she. I feel like she's gonna find out some which away.
1: I think she's uh-huh. gonna find out now because she just found that time machine in the in the. <laughs> not
2: know, time machine. I thought it was just that um like a, it was like a, just a, like a thing of the universe.
1: You no, know, we don't know what that thing. Is based off of uh i'm getting the vibe that like okay mel was like she she thinks she's traveling time however that is i think she's so hung up on what he, what happened to george
3: mm-hmm.
1: because that room seems to reveal what you want in a sense yep. um mm-hmm. that she wants to know and it, and that's why i called it the time machine like maybe it's something that mm-hmm. um, can help her see. to help her see what happened or whatever but that's, oh, that's a good I'm idea
4: I like that. I, I like that theory. I don't have
1: any theory of what that thing is. Or uh, it's just, just a bad. It. Um, or it's just a bad fourth grade science experiment where they had to do <laughs> the solar system. As you know, you do it at the last minute. You <laughs> had all slumber to put the science experiment together, and then it'd be like the night before. you be like, "Oh shit! Let me put these little styrofoam balls together." Nah, it was very well <laughs> made. <well-made. and then laughs> yeah, that was. Like, it was nice. It was like. Bold. It
4: was elaborate. Yeah. It yeah, was elaborate. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. When, when Hippolyta was tearing that book up, I was like, um, guys, she may tear one of y'all asses up. So like, you, you may want to tell her. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they can maybe tell her the truth and, and to see what happens. But I, I don't, I think she's going to find out no matter what, because her inner, her inner person is, is letting it, letting her know something's wrong. That's how we stay alive, right? Our inner voice, our gut you know the universe talking to us or however you feel but i'm like if you if that gnaws at you for x amount of time you're gonna be like at some point you're gonna fi- you're gonna dig to figure out what's going on so i don't know i don't know i don't know what that time machine thingy is but i'm excited to see what it is <laughs> very excited to see what it is but i'm like i don't know i just i feel like if a door to a room opens up by itself and you just stand in there maybe you shouldn't go in just go just Okay. Go I was looking at that like Hippolata, Hippolata. We as black people do not
1: do that. In movies or real life, when doors in strange homes just open, we don't walk in and go, ooh, look at the solar system. Oh, I'ma touch it. We don't do that. It's I mean, like, we,
2: clearly cl- clearly we have to, I mean, clearly we know that this show is a little bit of fiction because we also don't play with we, we, Ouija boards. Right. Board. So I'm like, let
1: it. I would call called let it first. Let it. <laughs> Who got a science project due tomorrow to live up here? So. It's <laughs> some weird shit right here. So nah, we Mel, gonna check up out. We gonna check it out. Hell yeah, I'm gonna call everybody in before I go in that room and touch a damn thing.
2: No, Mel, before you move on, I, you were talking about lineage and I, I think that uh Letty's gonna have Atticus's baby. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. All right, let's see. We'll see where that goes. So I, that that, that brace White lineage is gonna keep keep going on.
4: I don't know, them brave fights, they, they got some, they got a lot going, a lot, and, and he, we know that he's special, because he, he has special powers and stuff, so, I don't know, let's see what happens, we'll see, so those are the only things that I pulled out of the show, that was like, I feel like that's going to be kind of that reoccurring, and this episode just was so packed, you know, packed full of everything, and it was really, I think, really powerful and very beautiful, and very well done. Um, so we can kind of talk through a little bit of the things that we missed from the first our first viewing since it was a quick insta take. Uh so we know that Letty buys this, you know, house on the north side and she tells her sister that her mom, you know, um or she tells her sister that she rented or she won the lottery. So everybody's like, Oh, she won a lottery and she's trying to like, you know, I think it felt like she was trying to pay her sister off. Like she felt so guilty that she was lying to her. She was like, You gave me all this money, I owe you this and you did I'm just gonna pay you back. And I was like, like girl, where'd you get this money from? That's when I started. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, uh, no, nope. this do not sound right. Not when you the person always taking. All I think right. I feel like if you if you used to a person, I feel like we all have these people in our okay. lives that, you know, then when they when they want to just give you stuff and be nice to you for nothing, you'd be like, mm, what's going on? What's, I, want, what's I want to move in the house. I'm the house looked haunted. The house looked haunted from the outside,
1: first well, of I'm all. Well, I'm just saying, based off Letty's history, I'd have been like, I'm going to let you live up in here for a few months and just see how it go. Maybe then I'll come over. But I wouldn't have hopped on in there like uh, her sister. But <laughs> she staying yeah. rent-free like Tick? Or did it Tick, I It tick. was the Tick I only one staying rent-free because she
4: wanted to be. I feel like she was probably <laughs> staying rent-free because she said she was the biggest room. She was like, and I'm going to have the biggest room. So I feel like she was saying she was trying to get back out of like, you going to take care of me because okay. I've been taking care of you for so, so long. But um, some people
0: so, were doing mm-hmm. something. They had to pay back the installment. So was mm-hmm. she helping to pay that back?
4: No, the boarders were. Oh, uh, I don't know. It, but it, the when she brought it, the person that brought it up was, that called it out, like Ruby clearly knew what was going on, that they had this installment loan. So I don't know. So this house has three floors and she said 15 bed, bedrooms. And again, y'all, like, it's too big. We don't need to be there. I don't like it. You can't you can't see all those corners and all those curves. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then we see where uh, they kind of they're walking around. They're looking at this big old house and they look there's an elevator. So they look you know in the elevator and Letty's like ooh, let me look see what's up there and then the elevator just slams down. So my question was to you guys: Do you think clearly it was, there's a ghost that operates this elevator, right? Do we think it's a good spirit or a bad spirit? And my my first viewing, I was like they're saying get out, get out. Then my second viewing, I felt like that was one of the the black ghosts telling her, um, like you need to go because this is a dangerous place for you. Mm-hmm. Like not trying to kill her, but like warning her away. What do y'all feel about that?
2: I feel the latter of the two. Like I don't oh. the spirit was just trying to warn her. It wasn't trying to be malicious.
4: Okay. So it was a good it was a
2: good ghost. Like we we, we see it in the end, when this house wants to be malicious, it can be malicious.
4: Yeah.
1: I feel like they didn't know at that point.
4: Yeah what the ghosts were, what the ghosts were? No, I just feel like the ghosts ghosts didn't know because
1: there was that scene Mm -hmm. where Tick Tick was like, Uncle George can point you to a bunch of stories where these ghosts aren't going to be happy until you're dead with them, so you need to get out the house, or you need to move if I were you. And I I feel like the ghosts, you know, they didn't know at that point. They were like, do we fuck with her? Or do we, do we fuck do we fuck with
4: her? Do we Mm -hmm. fuck with her? her?" Yeah. Like, was like she kind of light-skinned so we don't, we don't
1: know we don't know we don't know we don't know we don't know you know your vision get bad after you die so they couldn't tell if she was a white lady or <laughs> she was actually just a red bone and then they figured out she was a red bone it was like okay she cool so
0: yeah then we know. don't know if it was them or if it was the doctor i think yeah though no, i'm with i'm
4: with mimi they didn't know okay. at the beginning okay i was just like yeah i'm 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 gonna hold on to the ghost was one of the ghosts that wanted her to get away like they wanted her to like get out of the house and try to scare her like run you're you're gonna die we don't have eyes i don't know and i and somebody said in something either i read it or I, I heard it they said that they caught you could see one of the ghosts in the scene by the elevator i did not see it, and i watched it very closely so i didn't know if you got did you guys see the ghost by the elevator I'm gonna have to watch it a,
1: again in the daytime I, tomorrow and see. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I saw a ghost in the elevator. I don't know about by the elevator, but Okay. I,
4: I just never saw I was trying to see it, but I, I didn't know like I was trying to see what the who who it was that was there. Um I don't know. Okay. So we know that now it's three weeks after George's funeral. We see, you know, again, we saw the grieving process, Hippolytus going through and D and Tick and the whole family. Um, And Tick's been staying with them, you know, just trying to like help out around the house. And he seems to be overstepping a little bit because, you know, he was like approving things for the book, which that's something that Hippolyta would have done. But I feel like he's doing it. He thinks he's helping, but I don't think that she likes it at all. I think it's a combination of he's.
1: Doing too much to compensate for what happened in the loss because he probably feels guilty, and she's already pissed off because she feels like some suspicious shit going on, and so that's just a mm-hmm. clash. So.
4: Mm-hmm. It's her inner voice being like, "Don't no, you you been you doing too much. Let's watch you. You keep turning these dishes up, and they don't make no
1: sense because who the <laughs> fuck dries dishes like that?" <laughs> <laughs> But she turned that cup off. I was like, you going to
4: break that damn mug. Call that. Be easy. Oh. <laughs> Be easy. Um, so we see that your know, ticket's there, he's trying to help out and but now he's kind of like, yo, I wear, I wear it out my welcome. So he goes to his dad's house. And Montrose, when he walks in, of course, Montrose, we, Montrose, we know that he's an, um, an alcoholic. So he was kind of drunk on the floor and Tick goes to wake him up. And he's having this dream um, that about the story that when Montrose and, uh, and George were um, young, they, ha- they just said they refer to the riots. And that a a man, um, there was a riots going on, and a man with a baseball bat came to help them because they had been surrounded by some white people that were meaning to kill them and do them harm. And the man basically started swinging the bat, you know, to save them. And he, they didn't know who he was. And at the end, he said, "You know, I got you, kid." So that kind of took me back to episode one, oh, where, yeah. And, and um, <laughs> D D also plays softball or
1: baseball or whatever. Yeah, I, that I feel like that's gonna come in some how because they mentioned several times she has a swing and oh boy yes. like i'm coming over to swing with d some also mm-hmm. going into that scene they show again the count of monte cristo and i keep telling y'all to read this shit or watch All the movie right. because apparently it's gonna mean something this is three episodes <laughs> and three references to the count of monte cristo so,
4: so. i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it no matter what happens i'm gonna find it on some social some platform i'm gonna watch it this weekend i promise
1: even google the- even the Google Doodle last week was the Count of Monte <laughs> Cristo. <laughs> what is yeah, happening? I don't even
3: know.
4: I don't even know. If, not, if them ghosts had to Count of Monte Cristo, I would not be reading that shit tonight. But the ghosts didn't have it, so I was okay. I was like, all right, I can hold I on to the weekend. <laughs> so, um, Montrose, um, the one thing I thought about in that scene was when he put on the opera. And i didn't I didn't do the research on the song I thought it was from Carmen, but I'm not hundred percent sure but I thought it was interesting to like see like Montrose's world seems to be music like that seems to be his creative outlet where George's was uh, literature so I feel like when you looked at Montrose's world, there were all those records everywhere. I thought that was really beautiful um there's just some it's just something that kind of caught in my mind I don't know if we'll go back to it or play around with his love of music as well so um we see uh, Montrose, he, you know, basically Tick is not welcome there either. So they kind of blow up and he leaves the house. Uh, Then we see um, he goes over to Letty's house um, and, you know, is, you know, basically walking around and trying to see what's going on. And he's like, well, I plan on probably going back to Florida. And she's like, well, stay with me, you know yes you know, come on, and um, when she sees him, he like they hug, and it just reminded me like it was so much longing in that hug. Like, well, you know, if you haven't seen somebody like in a long time, and you kind of lean into them. She like closed her eyes, it was such an intimate moment, and I was just like, oh, letty really is in love with tick. I was like, oh, that's so sweet, but it was like it made my heart hurt a little bit because she was like, you have not talked to me, you know, since. The funeral like you haven't been over here yet I haven't seen you like you've been trying to dodge me and I was like oh no God Tick got she some <laughs> Tick some, some unresolved
1: issues with that chick in Vietnam it, hands down we need to see her yes. I need to
4: see her on this show immediately because I don't know what's going on over in Vietnam he
1: probably had a Korean baby was it It
4: was
1: Was it Vietnam Korea
4: Korea yeah yeah probably Korean baby Probably, huh, oh, man. Um, so then uh, Tick is like, Well, I'm going to go ahead and go. And then we see the white people in the neighborhood, they go and they start terrorizing them. And so Tick's like, You know what? I'm going to hang around just a little bit, you know, a little bit longer. So we know like Tick always wants to be the hero. Like he wants to be the hero of the story all, every day, all day. And with a body like that, I think he can be. You can be my hero. I think you're great. <laughs> <laughs> um then so we see the next scene and again i feel like the ghosts are trying to tell her trying to help her out to get her out of this house um so we see Letty uh in the bed and this is like the scene where this made me the most scary sound really i don't like when people don't have peace of their face we see the ghost lady try to like pull the covers off of her and she's trying to get her attention and Letty kind of wakes up and we see that the ghosts like to play around with the heat in the house so uh to get people to do certain things so the, her room is hot she opens a window she hears the alarm she sh- shuts it back down or whatever and she just kind of keeps missing this ghost lady that's clearly in her room just like hanging out um so i, I it was just it was kind of weird to me and again i thought it was just the ghost lady trying to protect her and get her out of the house i don't think that i don't, I don't think any of the black ghosts made her harm or, or any malevolence i yeah. think that they're good ghosts i
1: mean just snatching the covers off of me is not i I don't know like if you're trying to tell me something steam up the bathroom mirror and write the shit just be clear (laughs) don't send me these subliminals that i ain't gonna never get
4: you You like tell me tell (laughs) me
1: straight (laughs) up, tell me flat out steam up the mirror bitch leave (laughs) this house immediately Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is
0: she's the only one that saw ghosts so it made me think about the sixth sense because he's like i see dead people no one else saw the dead people.
1: Yes. But she didn't see them until the end, though. But she's still the only one that saw him. Well, yeah, but I'm saying yeah. that's after she had... What, what should I say? They only,
2: yeah, yeah, like you said, they only, even she did, when she didn't see them, they only imp- appeared in scenes with her. Like, even when yes. she was in the bathroom, it, yeah. was, it was her and the ghost, but then it turned yeah. to
1: the right and the ghost was out of the scene. But so we think what, that's because she's want- really a ghost. I feel like she was close to the other side and she, like you said, was already dead. But at the same time, she was the focus, the sole focus, really, of this episode until the very end when Tick was talking to old girl. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't know. Like, they didn't really have any scenes just with anybody else without her. So Mm -hmm. I don't know that that Ghost wouldn't have appeared with other people. It was always just her until, like, yeah. Well, and I
4: feel like she is really the only person that when she was she took pictures of the ghosts, and that's when she, you know, and when she got to tell them, that their faces were blurred, so she was taking pictures of them all around the house behind the cameras, and she didn't know that they were at that time not real people, they're just ghost people. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like since she are, she is an undead, um, zombie ghost person herself, vampire person, that she is much more tuned in to the other side. I agree um so then the ghost actually gets her her room is so hot she knows to go downstairs to the basement um to where the furn- furnace is and so they, she goes downstairs she f- turns off the furnace and then she sees there's another sub-basement and that it's like you know this movement going on so she runs out of there um and runs back upstairs so we now know that there is we know that confirmed that we see that there's ghosts and there's something down there in that sub-basement so um she takes uh she takes you know the gets tick he goes down they look at it, he's like oh this would make a really great you know green room uh not, not, is it a green what's it a, a dark dark room. Room. Dark, a huh? dark room. Yeah, make a good dark room for you when you want to uh, uh develop your photographs and she was like oh yeah okay and she goes to hold his hand like so there was another touch and he like re- kind of re- you know rebukes her he doesn't like he like walks away and I was like she really loves you, like Guys, come on! <laughs> wake up! You like you like rejected her now twice. You know, just like three uh, three
1: times. If you count, haven't called you in three weeks since uh, this traumatizing event. She hey, was dude, literally ghosted. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! We she, also, also she, was oh, she was ghosted twice. She was ghosted oh, twice. She was ghosted because her ass was killed. Then she was ghosted by T. God damn <laughs> You also
2: gotta recognize that he lost somebody that was like a father figure to him too. So I mean, he's going through something
3: as well.
4: Everybody going through something. Everybody yeah, going through something. He was dead,
0: like literally shot, and he held her while she died. And you're not gonna check on me. You're not gonna be like, "Yo, what's up? You can't,
1: you can't hug me unless you can't hold my hand. You can't call. Goddamn, you alive, ain't you? Wow, oh look." That was cold blooded. Well, I mean, you alive in comparison to, to my dead uncle. <laughs> but yeah. I was, dead. <laughs> I was <literally laughs> I mean, dead. I was literally dead. How many dead people you know that got up and still hanging around? You ain't gonna be like, so what was it like? Like, <laughs> do you still eat? Do you still have to brush your teeth? <laughs> like, what is it like? I was still I just wanna know those things. <laughs>
4: Poor girl. Oh Lord, she she gonna get it one, one day. But I was like, Tip, get your head out of those books. Look at her eyes. She loves you. that get Korean
1: woman don't want you no more. <laughs> <Shit.
4: laughs> She's she gonna hang on your dumb ass. Right. Oh Lord. So then the next so then the next night we see. It's the big house a party, and everybody's coming over to the house. They're going to have a fun time. You know, Ruby singing. Is You Is. Is my baby. And they still pissed me off. I had to turn off. I was like, I can't listen to this song ever again. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> um, so we see that, you know, everybody's having a good time and uh, dancing and singing and everything. Uh, Hippolyta. Opens up a little bit to um, just a little bit to Letty. um, You know uh, when they're trying to get the food together, and she's like, "Thank you for bringing all this food." And it's really the food that people have been dropping off at their house. You know, um, since George has died, and you kind of see that she's a little bit upset. She shows that she's a little bit upset. You know, with Tick kind of being there all the time, and you know, he, you know, she made a couple of uh, comments about him eating or whatever. And Letty's like, "You're missing George." She's like, "No, you know, no, I'm not dismissing him, but I feel like I feel like that was a lie because." Tick and George were so similar. I feel like it would be painful to have Tick around all the time to kind of remind it's, you. Because George was his dad. Yeah. that's his son. Well, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna see. That's that's to be. That's to be. To be revealed. Right. <laughs> um. So and then then I thought about. So if that is George's son and Hippolyta found out, she probably also holds a little bit of malice against him because you know. His right. mom was the person that George, that George really loved. You right. know, Dora. Dora, where you at? Right. Dora, right. They explore.
0: she <laughs> the explorer. She <laughs> explored other worlds.
4: She explored two brothers for sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's from <born> the Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we see that that scene kind of happens. So she's showing a little bit like, yeah, she is still upset. And then we cut to the scene that was super disturbing uh, with the children. Um, the, there are four little kids and we know D is one of them and they're down in the basement and they're kind of playing with this Ouija board that I hope that they just found. They probably found this haunted house, mansion or whatever. And one little boy that we all, that we, um, all uh, pointed out. And it's been pointed out on the, on the internet as well, was dressed like Emmett Teal and they called him uh, Bobo. They said, hey, Bobo, you know, um, you know, he he asked it a question and he says, well, I enjoy my well, I have a good time on my trip.
1: Yeah. And we
4: all know that Emmett Teal was on um, he was on a trip to visit his family in the South when he was murdered um, by white people. Uh, so it just it was so heartbreaking. Now, like to confirm it and then watch it again,
3: right. I was like,
4: "Oh God!" Because then the Ouija board tells him no, and the Ouija right. board tells him, uh, "No, you're not gonna enjoy it." And he was like, "Damn." Yeah, because
1: the first time when that the first time I saw it, like I said, like you know, I was kind of distracted, but I noticed that part, and all I thought was, "Damn, that's a mean ass ghost." And then when I looked back and was like, "Oh, that's Emma till it was just like, Shit. and
3: then
0: on top of that, when Marcus pointed it out on the instant take, I was like it's four little kids and it made me think about the four little girls yeah. in, in the church, in the basement and I was like listen, I don't know, they're hitting they're on all these different things yep. subtly, like you gotta be
4: paying attention to all the stuff yeah. that's hidden in here yeah, it's the, I get, the writers, they don't miss a beat and they don't waste any t- they waste no film they waste no film and that I feel like that's what, that is what having Black people on in the writers' room in the production showrunners. That's what it gives you this this much relevance in history and it's art history, um, be it ugly or not. But this is something that we cannot forget because we're going through this shit every day. But yeah, I didn't I did not think about the four little girls. I didn't um, I uh, did not think about that at first. So we see, uh, then they ask the, the one little boy says, you know, who, you know, who are you? Like, who are we talking to? And then that's when it says, George is dead. And the, I I missed that the first time, but I was like, oh God, then D flips the board and she's really upset. And she kind of goes off, um, which just, you know, it was just kind of fucked up. So I'm like, so is he in there? Is who is, is he in this house? Is, is George maybe still attached to all of the, the, you know, his family in this way? Like, I thought at one point that we were going to see his ghost somewhere in the house, and, I did, and maybe I had just missed it. That's why I kept looking for in the second watching. Yeah. Like maybe we just missed his ghost somewhere, but we I didn't see it. So um, then Hippolyta, she's looking for the kids, and she uh, walks down the hallway. Like we said, she sees this door, and it kind of opens up halfway, and she looks in there, and she finds a strange device. But once she goes to touch it, and then it goes to fate It went to another scene, so we don't know if she touched it. I I, rem- I remember that in a uh, the previews and um, the trailer, I see her with that thing on the floor somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. we know that she somehow she gets it out of that house, or maybe it follows her too. I don't know. We don't know what the hell this house got going on. Or it's
1: not like, physically real, but it's just in her, kind of her head. Hmm.
4: Okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay. It's a manifestation of her imagination. Yeah. Damn, that's deep. That's really deep. You <laughs> get plus one. That's that's. <laughs> I think about that um so you yeah, see the strange device then uh we see you know letty and tick are in the bathroom and guys and i did i completely missed the bathroom ghost on the first watch when i tell yeah. you i screamed i was like there's a ghost in the bathroom and he has all these fights like, i did not fucking see it it was so scary
1: it was the same uh-huh. ghost at the end that was missing his arm part of his arm or something it was it was the same ghost oh yeah look
4: yeah, so the ghost is in the bathroom, um, kind of, you know, he's there and we can see him in the mirror and then we see Letty and Tick have sex um, on the sink and then we find out, you know, that she was bleeding or whatever. But I was like, kudos. I don't know how many squats Tick does, but he does really good squats because he has some really good butt scenes. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just want to go back to like, um, when she it.
1: was dancing with old boy and, uh-huh. um, you know, really kind of provocatively, I guess, if you want to uh-huh. know it. Um, You know, Tick, I don't know what's up with it. Tick seemed furious. Yes. He just seemed furious. Like, in in the background goes dark. So, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's up with him and women, Mm -hmm. uh, lovers. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But he didn't seem like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm jealous or, I don't know. It just seemed like rage. Yeah. I
2: mean, you don't feel jealous.
1: I don't feel rage.
2: I mean, you don't feel anger. You wouldn't. No. Feel-
1: why? Why should he be that enraged over someone who's not his woman, who he ain't called in three weeks or whatever, who he won't touch a hand? Like, what's there to be enraged about? <laughs> it's,
4: I think because he's I think he because lo- he's in love with her
1: because he because he
2: cares about her. I mean, exactly like you said
0: it. I'm not saying it's right now because he. he <laughs> still- <laughs> Um, he's watched her die. He's watched her come back to life. You know, I, I don't know. I, I felt like he he was enraged by her dancing, but it's also like you haven't expressed to her how you feel. So what? You, what are you mad about? Yeah, but I maybe he has I someone knows his emotion.
2: But she's also part partly like in, in what do you call it? Like enticing him or like playing a game with him? If that makes sense.
4: She's trying to make him jealous because she likes him and he keeps rejecting her. They're both playing, they're, she's playing a game and I don't think, she's playing a game because she wants to to entice him or like to make him pay attention. And I, I think that maybe Tick doesn't know how to express the way he feels. I'm like if he was raised in an abusive household with a father who clearly wasn't very nice to him. He never talks about his mom. So I just maybe think that he doesn't know how to.
2: I mean, no, like you say, express his feelings clearly. The Korean woman that that, that woman, did he choke her to death? So I mean, Clint,
0: yeah, in his hallucination, he
2: did. I mean, his yeah. you know, hallucination her. to choke somebody that you're supposed that you might care about to death. That's I mean, that's clearly you have an issue.
1: Yes, yeah. he has an issue. That's, that's what I'm saying because he didn't look like oh I'm jealous I I need to claim this woman. He looked like he wanted to punch a hole through the wall. Like nostrils flaring, jaws clenching. And I'm like, what is this? Like what is this? I guess we're gonna have to come back to that because it was beyond just oh she
4: jealousy. It
1: was yeah, it was beyond that. It was it's I don't know. So
4: well, I don't know. Hopefully we'll figure out no
0: abuser there. I ain't gonna be able to handle that. Oh
4: yeah, I think I don't I I hope not. I hope that they don't do that to uh, please don't do that writers because we can't handle it um so they you know have sex in the bathroom and then you know they uh went, once he leaves uh the bathroom she kind of breaks down and puts her hand in her hand uh in in her head in her hands and starts to cry um so i was like oh goodness this is i thought i was like and, uh, you know at that point i was like oh she's just embarrassed um that you know she thought she had her period and so like maybe that was the problem but gotcha. and I- we kind we of see and I
2: know we had the virginity discussion, but I just want to applaud Tick for how he handled that situation.
4: Oh yeah!
2: Not just the virginity, but like the whole blood and everything. Like uh, uh, I feel like a less insecure, a lesser insecure man might have flipped out and made that situation a whole lot worse than it might have, than it probably already was.
4: Yeah, I mean that comes with maturity too.
2: I I mean true, mm-hmm. but I mean, but we also know grown men that are not mature.
4: Hmm. Yeah feel some kind of way about it. Yeah. But he did handle it very well. Yeah. He just like, let me wash my hands and you I'll leave you to take care of yourself and then we'll meet downstairs. And then that shit kind of fell out. But I'm happy we didn't see that ghost again. So I was like, fuck, if you watch these people have sex, I can't. It's too much going on. <laughs> it was too much. So um then we see so they go downstairs and we see that the white terrorists um in the neighborhood have put a cross and burnt it in the front yard. Um so they, you know, At this point, Lady has had enough. She done just lost her virginity up in the bathroom with the bathroom ghost. Then she done came back downstairs. She done talked to help Elida. Like it's just, she's had it, she is done. So she grabs a bat and she goes out and she starts busting up their cars and their windows and like knocking the bricks off of the steering wheels. And she just, she's done. And like, uh, uh, like we talked about earlier, all the men go and they grab their guns and they just, they just stand out there like, they're, they're going to protect her. They don't know what she about to do. They didn't pop off They didn't do anything crazy. They were just there for whatever she needed them to be there for. And I thought that was, uh, like we said, that was really great in seeing black men protecting black women. Um, and I know last week I did make reference to Tory Lanes, but no, it was not funny that he did not, you know, that he shot uh, Megan Thee Stallion and it was not okay. And we should protect, we should all protect each other, but it just seems that black women are always left out by ourselves. When honestly, we are the ones that usually are doing the protecting. I mean, so,
1: scene, you
4: know. yeah, it was a, I, it was a powerful scene. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, so once, the, of course, the white people called the cops, the cops come up and uh Ruby gets in the car she rolled down the little driveway and they put the guns in the, in the trunk and it was like, so nobody, and then they all just dropped to their knees and, you know, were ready to be arrested. And that just pissed me off so fucking bad because I'm like, this is what we're going through still today. You know, we, we are, we have a constitutional right to protest. Like that is how this country was built. Um, and to now see that we have to get on our hands and knees when militarized zones are now made and and people want to come and terrorize us or kill us or the governor wants to do something to us or arrest us, which is the exact same thing. So it just just made me really angry when they dropped down to their knees. Like I had a gut reaction. They're like putting their hands behind their head. We don't have any guns. Like basically don't kill us. They know they're going to jail.
2: Like you said, like the police pull up to the scene. There was a burning cross in my front yard. It are concerned about me
4: yes you you prioritize their white property over our black lives basically what what is happening what's still the same still is happening um so yes. lady they put we see that she's in the police van and they're kind of like driving to the station and he she's with like the two white cops in the front and the one in the back and I'm like oh I don't like how this feels and um basically the they start abusing her they remind me of like I know we talked about Freddie gray um uh and was it Philadelphia
3: Baltimore.
4: Baltimore, um, uh, and you know, be in the back of the car, and he died. Um, so she, they were like running, uh, bumping her around in the back, and then the policeman is like, "You don't, you know about that house? You know, they you know, they're She's making like, "How did you even afford that house? You had a girl like you get that money?" And he's basically telling her that eight, uh, they found body parts of eight. He said eight niggers in the in the basement. Um, so I was like, "Okay, now we have more to worry about. Now we really know some shit is about to shake down." But um, they did not kill her, thank God. Um, so then the next day, she's at home and she found in the, the sub basement and she's developing uh, her film um, in her dark room. And she just kind of sees these, like, through all these different photos of the people that she's taking pictures of, she sees kind of this, like, red line go through them or this, like, line, uh, electric line go through it. So she puts them on the, it was very uh, beautiful mind. So she, like, puts them all together. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, there was a demon. I just called him a demon. At that point, I didn't know what he was. I don't think that they did the greatest job of showing, because I watched it twice,
1: and I had to look extremely hard the second time, because it it when you first look at it, it just looks like a glare of the light in the room. And I, I was like, what is she seeing? All I see is a gl-. It just looks like a, looks like a glare, and then when I stare hard, once she put it on the floor, I'm like, oh, okay, but prior to that I couldn't really see what she was seeing so yeah Yeah, it
0: looked like scratches to me scratches through the well first the when she was holding it up and the double images or the illusions or whatever you could see behind it and then the scratches I was like oh this is going to form a shape Mm
3: -hmm.
4: yeah and so then it's we when she puts on the floor then this demon Man comes up and says, "Get out of my house!" And I'm like, "Uh, bitch, let's go. Let's get your car. get like, <laughs> your car like, and get on out the door." Let's go. You damn right. <laughs> I'd be like, you damn <laughs> did right, you sir. Did, did he look hooded? Like he had a hood on? No, it didn't look like it. It was just his face. It was just like his face. That was kind of like you knew he was. I didn't. And at that point, I couldn't tell. Not until he like came up out of the floor and with the red b- bouncing out there, I could tell it was a white person. Cause I got, com- I was confused. I'm like, what is, who, what is happening? But yeah, it was a, it was a strange scene. And like, and it was cool to see her get blown back. It reminded me of, uh, Watchmen when Sister Knight got blown back at the end. I was
1: yeah. like, they
4: say blowing black women back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> back. Okay. All right. It was, it was cool. So then she runs upstairs, you know, she's had this trauma and she run. uh, she's looking at all the pictures that she's been taking to people and they're hanging on her wall and she still sees that there's something in the pictures. Um, so she starts taking them down and her sister walks out. She was like, what's going on? Why are you acting crazy? And she's just basically like, you know, she lets it slip that she says, oh, you know, um, my, uh, the money I, I use the money from mama's inheritance to, you know, buy this house. And her sister's like, hold up, wait a minute. First of all, mom was broke as fuck. Uh, You mean to tell me that you, she left you money. You weren't close to her. You didn't even have her last name. And why, why, why are you so selfish the way you always are? And you could have split that with your siblings. That's what I thought immediately. I'm like, if that happened to me, I would have, I would I would have first thought to split the money with my family, like my brothers and sisters. And they've been helping her for a long time. So I thought that was fucked up. And so that's where I thought, okay, now I get her being a vampire.
0: Mm. We don't disagree with that too, because I don't think. I was. If I get an inheritance, I'm not entitled to give you anything. I, I no, mean, it would have be, it been nice of her to do that. Yeah, but she didn't have to do that. And Ruby, no, should no, not that she had to do it.
4: No, no, I don't That's think I don't think she had to. I, I, like I. It would I thought that she would have been nice to do it. I would have given my brothers after I know that they've been taking care of me for years. I would have given them money. I would just split it up between the yeah. three of us.
2: I was confused about the timeline, like because I thought her mo- their mother had been di- dead for a while. So why would the inheritance just come now?
4: It takes a while to get the money uh, released because mm-hmm. you have to pay. Usually, you have to pay taxes on it and different yeah, things so you usually have to get a lawyer it's like there's once somebody dies it's not like you just immediately get a check it takes, a, it takes months in, uh, to get that money released yeah it's a whole a whole and you have to go probate mm-hmm yeah.
1: yeah but wouldn't wouldn't
4: um, the sister be like the power power of attorney at that point not if her mother didn't give it if, she, if yeah. her mother did not give her legal power of attorney oh, then she time. would she would have just died yeah. she would have just died
0: and to be honest, black people don't really take care of their business like that. Uh, I mean, a lot we're better Girl. at it now, but a lot of black people don't have wills or trusts or power of attorneys or but any I'm, of that work in order. What but I'm that.
1: just saying, how, from the business side of it, how did that get to Letty? If there was no power of attorney, there was like, how did that information even get to her? Like, yeah. and I know it was Christina but like have some questions
4: but
1: their
4: will or something yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. all you have is gonna say maybe there was a wheel and we just didn't see it we just don't know how it we don't know how it got there because christina fabricated it because usually like so if you're a beneficiary to someone's like if i'm a beneficiary to my mom and my aunt then if when they pass away I would get X, Y, and Z as their beneficiary. If they wrote a will out and left me a trust, then that trust comes to me. I don't necessarily have to know that they did it, but the, who, the, the lawyers and the legal system are supposed to find you to give it to give you the money. We just never saw how that worked out because we never met her mom. And we know Christina um, set all that shit up. Because I'd have been think- like, I'd have thought like her sister, I'd have been like, mom ain't got no money. Like I, I, and, and, she, and this is, what, me, you yeah. know, I would look at Letty like, oh, well, like, you ain't got no questions. I don't know.
1: Like, yeah, don't
4: I'd the ask questions? yeah, okay. It just sounds odd. I'm like, if I'm broke and mama broke, then how are we now we not, me and not broke? Like, some did, some do ask,
0: <laughs> but then there's those underlying family issues. Like, yeah. you know there's family issues that I'm sure eventually is going to come out to their colors, um, the yes. color and having different
4: fathers. So, it, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna come. Because they keep making reference, little, little, they drop nuggets to it. To so maybe her dad is white. And that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. So we'll see. Poor Letty Lewis. We'll figure it out. So her sister is very upset and she, you know, basically calls her out. She's like, you didn't, you didn't get this house to help our people in our neighborhood. You, you know, moved your artist friends in. Like you're not, you're selfish like mama. You're, you know, you are a taker. So that's basically, she kind of gets left, um, gets called out and is left like that. Uh, then we see Montrose um, goes and visits Hippolyta, because um, he was like, we brought up that D plays ball. He's like, oh, hit a ball, you know, hit a, hit a ball around, hit a ball uh, with Dee. Um, then we see him go inside, and Hippolyta drops uh, some stuff on the floor, and we see that she purchased a new book, a new uh, copy of Dracula, because she tore the other one up that her husband um, had, that George had so then um we see her kind of start questioning montrose you know again she's like something i know y'all said if this happened i know if something don't sound right about it i something just is not sitting right in my spirit and i love how the other podcasts they called out like and i know you all took care of that sheriff and they said that was very purpose that they did that so like we we also win sometimes too like and i love that they actually brought that out because i never would have thought i never would have thought about that and how they wanted to make sure that we are, you know that we can we take care of ourselves too and that we will get give people back too. so then um we'll cut over to the bar where we have really we think letty at this point i'm like letty is going nuts she's you know has all this stuff pulled out on the table and i'm like oh lord and tick walks in she was like i think my house is haunted and all tick says he was like walk me through it i'm just like that's so down because i'd have been like if you don't come on with your crazy ass and come on back to this house. But she, he was just like, okay, we don't been through so much craziness. <laughs> like, what next? He was like, in control. He know, He's read all the, the ghost books. He was ready to go. Yeah.
3: Uh,
4: so then we find out that she, it was a black realtor named JJ um, that uh, sold her the house, but he was really cagey about the details of the house. Um, and then she found out, finds out that she, after her research that it was owned by a man named Hiram Epstein and that he was a scientist at the University of Chicago and that he was doing uh, experiments on black people. So, oh, guys, this is just going Don't down.
1: never buy no property from no black man named Jerome J. Jenkins. OK, that, that was <laughs> think... mistake number one, two, three, four, and five. Don't
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's we're gonna make that number one how you stay alive don't <laughs> buy a property from Jerome J. Jenkins right? <laughs> number one so um Letty uh you know she's kind of going through and she goes through the newspapers and she sees the cop that told her about the house um uh, and that it was called the Winthrop House. So she uh, sees him with the, in a picture with this Dr. Epstein. So they then she starts going through, and so they run the conclusion that he was basically kidnapping people, Black people from the South Side, and providing these people for Dr. Epstein to do these, uh, do these experiments on. And we know that there are eight dead uh, Black people that were found in the basement, or body parts found in the basement. So that she's now making all these different connections. Um, then she's kind of toxic and she's like you know this is what's going on there is a ghost we have to figure this out uh, and you know again he she was like i'm not leaving my house we're gonna we're gonna have to do what we have to do uh to figure this out so um you know that you know that the police and epstein are connected you know that the, the policeman is a very dirty person he's in the newspaper then she starts to pull out the pictures that she had taken of the people at her party and not knowing or at her house not knowing they were the ghost pictures so then we see their faces are distorted And she pulls up their newspaper articles and now she has names to put to the eight black people's faces um, that are dead or or that were ghosts um, that are haunting her house at the moment. And I thought that was really great because she did that research and now she has their names and those, um, and now they're not just eight black people. These are people that had people and belonged to people, Mm -hmm. which I really loved um, to do to make that uh, conclusion. And then we find out in that scene that she also, you know, kind of breaks down and tells Tick that she was a virgin the night they had sex. Um, and he's like, "Oh no, you know, um, he felt bad about it." And she was just like, "I just needed to feel something," and that's why I kept thinking in my mind. I kept referring to her as the ghost, um, where the other the, the writers referred to her as a vampire because they're both they're not worldly, they're not they're they're not of this world anymore, and they don't feel the way that that alive people feel. So she just said she wanted to feel something. And I thought, and again, I thought that she was then using tick to that. She said she just wanted to feel something. Not, just, not necessarily taking his feelings into account, but it was for her to feel alive. Okay. Yeah. So it was just kind of sad. Cause I was just like, I felt she's such a good crier. Like she's man, she, dyer, she dies she's well. A she's crier. a good dyer. She's a good crier. You're <laughs> Just like, <laughs> just a good actress. She
2: is. She needs an Emmy and
4: an Oscar and, and uh, all those awards. Get all hey, of them. Her brother can learn a thing or two from
1: her, Yeah. Especially when we get to that to the end when she's with the ghost. Like I thought that was like the finest acting. because
0: yeah, you know that was all CGI? She was just doing it.
1: Hurt. I mean,
3: no. Right. It's, it's right. Ain't
4: no. Ain't no ghost. <laughs> it better not be. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, uh, we kind of talked through, earlier. I'll go through it really quickly that, you know, she decides they're going to do an exorcism. So she brings a woman that, um, uh, is maybe more connected to voodoo and the voodoo religion. Uh, she's like, we're going to figure out how to get these ghosts out of the house. We're going to get them out and exorcise them. Haitian? Um, so, huh? Haitian? Um, it, uh, it said Creole. It just said Creole at the bottom when, um, I don't, it never said where she was from, yeah. but I don't know. Um, but the, you know, uh, uh the voodoo is a religion and it's not it's not evil it's it's a religion that people practice and white christianity has demonized it in so many ways um so that we a lot of times people think of it as an evil thing but it's not Um, (laughs) yeah oh go ahead marcus
2: we could do a whole podcast on the things
4: white christianity has done. yes but that's why i left it there i just left it i left it there yeah,
1: I mean, I was just gonna say, I was looking at that, and they were talking about the, you know, the ghost blood and protecting and on the door and all of that, and I'm just like, you know, white Christian, and it would be like, oh, that's just crazy, and y'all, and that's demonic, and y'all sound crazy, and I'm just like, and you partake of Jesus's blood once a, month. you know, the first Sunday of every month, the blood across the door, like. Yeah, it, a lot of it shares a lot of the same things. You only demonize it as such because it came from Black people. Yes, but the, but I, I well, didn't talk about the Bible the
0: blood. there are marks where you in the Old Testament where you have coverings um, in the Jewish tradition. That's why they have that on their door yeah. when you go. To, um, I don't know what it's called. I think it's
4: called a Medusa. A Ma- yeah. Medusa. I might be saying it wrong, but yeah, the prayer in their door. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I mean, I thought I'm like. But you think about uh, the story of Moses. I'm like, what did they tell? What did they tell the Jews to do? Put, paint their doors. Yeah, that's blood. what I'm
1: talking about. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. talking about. Like all of yeah. those stories exist, but it's
4: crazy and demonic when it's us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then we see that. So the lady comes and she come, puts blood on their uh, crossing their forehead and on the door to protect them. Um, and she's like, you know, we just got to go down here. She already feels that that there's a benevolent. Ben- ben- a malevolent spirit there and that she feels other people and then we see as they're doing uh going down to do this that these white guys break the window and come into the house and they two of them go into that my- mysterious room of what mystery mystery i don't know mysterious room of mystery um and that's where they encounter uh the different ghosts um the baby ghost, the the baby head on the big man ghost. Uh, and then we see they also played around with the, the ghosts were still playing around with the heat because then the heater goes off and scalds them. Um, and uh, they are then killed. They're dead now. So bye. Um, then the third guy, he goes, uh, and this was like a jump scare. He goes and he looks at the S, the elevator and he puts his head in there and the elevator like comes down and chops his head off. No, it went like, up. Oh, it went up, and he was, yeah. like, chopped. Yeah,
1: I think that's what, you know, because you expect for it to come down. Come like down a, yeah. Like a Letty.
4: <laughs> yes, like a deal with Letty. So then we see, like, it was just, like, such a gory scene because then you just see, like, the inside of his neck, and it was, like, blood and guts and all that kind of stuff. It was like, oh, no. Um. So, uh, you know, so they're dead now. Bye. And, and what, I, what I, the first thing I thought about my second watching, I was like, so all three of them were killed in different rooms, but then they end up, you know, down here in this, a lower level, like okay, okay, crazy elevator ghost guy. Like, who are you? What are you doing? Getting all the ghost seats, getting everybody down so did there.
1: It, yeah, now it. Yeah, no, I think about it. Did yeah, it, you don't know. I, I think, think
2: Letty and uh, question, I was
4: gonna say, did they, think they think move
1: the bodies down there?
2: Put them down there.
4: Yeah, I, I do not think they did. Um, just because I feel like they would have seen the other corpses down there. They would have seen like there was that it was more. I don't. I think that the I think mm-hmm. something else moved them down there. I don't think it was letting him, I don't, I don't, but I don't, I don't, you know, we don't know, we didn't see, I think it's, I think it's something else that moved him down there, I don't know, who knows, went through up. um, So then we see them go down to uh, go down to the basement and uh, you know, they're chanting, they're trying to get the the ghosts and we see the water, the sprinklers go off and then it starts washing the blood off of their, their heads. And Lady immediately, she's like, Oh no, our cover, you know, basically our covering is being washed off. They go to try to get out and they're trapped and um, the ghost of of Epstein starts to uh, abuse the voodoo lady and she's up and down and then he possesses her so then she's speaking uh you know basically saying all these terrible things to letty trying to go after her um then he jumps from her into tick and now tick is saying all this crazy stuff and i was just like i immediately thought back to when um the last episode when tick was in the fake tick was in her room and he was like almost raped her and i was like fuck she just keeps getting like terrorized by fake ticks like this is not okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit fuck god don't i mean if i was her i'd be like just i don't like this like sign
4: it. lead tick alone. just lead Tick along, yeah, yeah i think this is the universe oh, wow. telling you this is the universe telling you to find somebody else to to be on the yeah. yeah, I yeah Oh, no, I whoa whoa whoa
2: whoa, whoa. <laughs> a demon is
1: the
4: universe though y'all y- y'all know y'all
1: know but these are just signs the universe has <laughs> a, a sign that you should just lead tick alone leave tick alone let's find some new ticks let's let's find somebody else to some new tick and some new dick (laughs)
4: today thank you oh today i like (laughs) it so uh so then letty um they're going after her so letty starts calling screaming at the top of her lungs the names of the people that, that we know um, have are ghosts in this house, the black people. She calls each one of them by name and they kind of surround her and they basically give her enough power. She's yelling and screaming and they start chanting and they basically exercise um, the the evil demon that is Epstein. And that was just such a powerful and beautiful scene because you have the water coming down, you have her being powerful you have all of these people who don't know her, but they're ghosts that we're supposed to be scared of, and they're protecting her. They've come to they've come to her service, and they also have you know this man has killed them, so they're ready to get his ass out of there too. So right. I just felt like I felt like um, uh, there's a a movie about these ghosts stuck in stuck in a house. I, I think it's twelve ghosts or something like that. Thirteen ghosts. 13 goes but like like this that's what it reminded me of like this he i felt like epstein was keeping their spirits trapped in that house yeah yeah so they had to get him out of there so she gets him out there she said get the fuck out of my house and i was like you paid that mortgage you get these motherfuckers (laughs) okay you go i stay you go this is my world you go no
2: that that was a very powerful scene and like you said the importance of saying that name like i feel like her, her saying the name, like they were disformed in the beginning, but like them chanting and her saying the name made them whole in the end. Yes,
4: right. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love that because because they because you see that the baby man turned to like who he really was. Yeah, yeah. That was the, yeah. That was really powerful. That was a beautiful scene. I, I just not thought about that and you and to like see them not to not see them the way they die That that made some. That was really powerful. Like you know, you see their faces the way they really are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Again, she was acting her ass off, and she was calling every. I mean, I've been calling everybody. I've been calling names that weren't even there. I yeah.
4: Chris, Chris, Mark, Red, Dave, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> <be> calling everybody? <laughs> Anybody Martin Carella, Malcolm, Malcolm, everybody.
2: She. Rosa,
4: Rosa, <laughs> <laughs>
1: come help <laughs> me out, Lord. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, then oh. the ghosts would have looked around like, who? <laughs> I would have confused them. It's <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs>
3: there's, too many, there's
1: too many ghosts here. Now we have too many ghosts. You're probably the house. folks that ain't even here. Uh-uh. <laughs> ain't
4: even here. Who that took of me? So, uh, so, yeah, he, they exercise him out of the house. And then you can kind of see, it seems like they have maybe been released or that now that they can, uh, can rest a little bit um, in the house. So the next scene we see now, Letty has um she's changed her the rules for people that are living in her house and now it's low income housing for people in the old community um that can come and live there not just her artist friends so the late there's a black lady there who's a journalist and she's doing an article on her and you know she's talking they get on the elevator and i'm like oh why don't y'all stay away from this fucking elevator please i just i don't like it there i don't like it in the elevator um, so they, uh, get in the elevator and they take it down or whatever. And the, the journalist says, did you, did you know, do you have any information about, or did you hear about the three white, the three white, um, uh, neighbors that went missing? And she was like, no, I, I didn't even hear about that. Like we don't, I, again, we don't know who put those bodies down there. And we, then we see that the bodies are down in that lower level. Um, and then when they get off of the elevator, you see the elevator arm move and it goes back, goes back up. So I was like, Whoever the elevator ghost is, he just be in there hanging out, I guess.
0: But you see those markings on the elevator, and they yes. light up.
4: So, so we see the, the house
0: have some L or something in it. At the beginning yeah. of the show, when they did the, um, the white scroll, the, the yeah. scroll. What did it say? Five went out, three came back. What did it say?
2: No, it, it said in 1955, a black black Negro men and women moved into a
1: white neighborhood. Three oh. went, three went missing, and pioneering is dangerous. Yeah,
0: that thing. Yeah, oh, three went missing. It didn't say it, yeah. three, because how it read, I think I thought, well, none of the black people came up missing. Exactly,
2: exactly. But, but I saw that. That's when the right scroll made sense to me. These are the yeah. people, whatever people that went missing.
1: Man, yeah. you know Kim over here making riddles. Three went in, two, one <laughs> into two men <went> in. leave. <laughs> what?
0: What is that? What does it say? What kind of math is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, uh, so the last statement about pioneering, like who, who was pioneering?
1: She was pioneering.
2: Lady yeah. was pioneering. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I,
2: I board. Yeah. I I thought they were trying to say like the white people were pioneering by entering a house, and I'm like, is that like? Is that what we're calling it now? Is that what we're calling it? Breaking the <laughs> Bender Right. No. no. So, I yes, mean,
1: so that we, is what Christopher Columbus I mean, <laughs> started. <understand. laughs> that's true. I and I robbed the shit. It was a pioneer. <laughs> that is true. Um, so, yeah. That, that's what I was,
2: like. I was like. Who were they, they trying to say is the pioneer?
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: It was Letty. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, again, we don't know who put, moved the bodies down there. I don't believe it. I don't think it was anybody that was alive that moved those bodies down there. Um, and then we see like there's a tunnel and then the lights popped on. So you saw the bodies of other people down there, um, which are probably the bodies of the eight black people that um, were murdered in the house. So, I, or there may be other people. I don't know. We don't know any about this house, but yeah, we saw the, um, I call them like the symbols of the, uh, of the, so they, what are they, they called? Mean, the sons of Adam or the yeah, sons like, of
2: they son, Adam or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, okay. Two things. First of mm-hmm. all, the sons of Adam, it was kind of um a real thing in real life, I mean, not with spells, but there was a branch of Christianity called the Adamites who kind of <laughs> believed that kind of like that, and they were like kind of hedonistic. They were like they didn't believe in monogamy and getting married, they' like to walk around naked, so it was kind mm-hmm. of a play on that, so I just like how they still play a lot of the stuff plays on real things, even the okay. sons of adams sons of Adam thing um but also, I was going to go back to the pioneering thing. When I mm-hmm. rewatched it, it kind of made me think that um it's like every episode, <sighs> these are Black people reclaiming their space or reclaiming something in a sense like taking back your birthright. Mm-hmm. Like, these spaces are yours. Like, it is your birthright. This is also your country, your blood, you know, even though... It's called pioneering it's pioneering because it was taken from you, but it's it's by right your birthright and i mm-hmm. and I wonder like in each episode, are they reclaiming another house or another piece of territory or something like that, and like the birthright yeah, Atticus is just like a metaphor for all of us, like this is yeah. our birthright, and mm-hmm. claim it, and it's not just about him specifically, but
4: yeah, you know
3: yeah,
4: We could going deep I think that's... Deep. <laughs> Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. Let's reclaim my birthright. I, I
2: mean, I definitely think we're coming back to this house again in another episode because, I, like the 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 doctor, or whatever this evil spirit, I, was he, was he not, or was one of his ancestors not a part of that cult or whatever, whatever? Because he made the mention of, like some pages being missing. He took. Some I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna Oh, but yeah, that, that was him.
4: Yeah, it wasn't. It him. wasn't the doctor though. Yeah. I'm explaining it it's so the it's in that last scene so then we see here go Christina again but she shall be dressed bad though I like I like the way she dressed so um we see her go to, we see her go to uh so we see tickets now he he kept in his mind that <clears throat> the house was bought by you know our friend jJ the realtor so tickets like you know down there kind of uh, scoping the scene and he sees Christina you know pull up and go on inside and so he goes inside. And as he walks in, she's given J.J. like a check. She was like, oh, you know, thank you for everything. You can go ahead and pack up now. Here, The money has been uh, wired, transferred to you. So now we know that Christina, um, uh, we find out that she is the one that made that made Letty think that her mom left her an inheritance. Christina actually gave her the money to buy this house. And so when we find out uh, that this man called Horatio Winthrop, Winthrop was one of the original members of the Sons of Adam. Um, but he was banished away from the sons of Adam because he stole from the book of names. Like, so he stole, uh, pages from the book of names. So that Im- immediately put him out. Um, then Christina says, you know, most people are lucky if they can create one spell in a lifetime. Um, her dad was, uh, Samuel, as we remember from last episode, he created a spell and that was for him to, um, to like, uh, kind of be, was it, um invincible and so then she lets it slip she's like oh but you know he turned off that spell when we were trying to open the the gates to Eden basically using you and that's when I'm like you just told her yourself because then she was like oh he had to turn it off so then that gave her the way to now kill him so she was like it's very hard to create a spell the sons of Adam um created the spells be uh through one chapter that it was not written down. It was actually verbally um, passed down from Titus. So Titus had to tell them the, in the oral tradition how to perform these spells in this one chapter of the book. But the rest of the book has now been uh, been lost because Titus locked it up, and he she said a booby-trapped vault. So they don't know where this vault is, or they do, but she didn't let it, uh, let it slip. But it's been booby-trapped. So they don't know how to get into it then she says, but wouldn't it be interesting and wouldn't it be great if we could find where Winthrop hid his pages? If we did that, then we could actually now and um, uh, learn the the language of Adam, meaning that if you have Winthrop, with the pages that Winthrop stole were the way to translate the language of Adam, you can do all the spells in the world. You can do anything. Like, basically, you'll have the entire world at your fingertips. So Tick, you know, pulls out his gun. He's like, bitch, I'm about to shoot you. I'm about to, you about to be dead. And she was like, and spell. um so she 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 froze that dude right out he was sweating and everything and um that's how they then you she's like you know when you're ready to learn more about our family you know let me know like you playing games like i'm trying to i'm trying to bring you into this and let you know about what your lineage is but you playing games you think you can shoot a white woman which you really really fucked up about so basically uh she and that to me she has now performed two spells and she says that people are lucky to even perform once in a lifetime she performed that spell and she did the one at the house when she locked uh, when she um, unblocked uh, their memories yeah. so it seems like to me she's she is the, the strongest of all of them if her dad only, memori- only did one spell so we know that the Winthrop house was on purpose given to Letty we know that Winthrop stole these pages and that now Christina is after these pages of this book because that's going to teach her the language of Adam. So then they can do all the spells. Going back to last episode, Hannah takes
0: ancestor. I think she stole the book. I do too. So even if it's, I don't think it's in this vault. Like Christina thinks,
3: Mm-mm. I
0: think they're going to find out that Hannah placed the book somewhere. It. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I, I believe it me too um I think that she went because I'm like you she just running out there with a book and I'm like and I know it's not fucking Count of Monte Cristo or Dracula so <laughs> I'm like so she yeah I feel like she when what Hannah did she was like yo you you think you you smart I'm smarter than you I'm about to burn this house down you're gonna be dead I'm gonna take this book and I'm gonna hide it so maybe
2: maybe it's one of the books in George's
1: collection
4: Maybe it's in the count of Monte Cristo. Why the fuck they keep showing it? <laughs> this I gotta go get the Cliff's notes tonight, bearing note, or whatever notes they got because I gotta figure out what the fuck's going on in the store. <laughs> um so yes, I it was it was confusing, but I'm like, okay, so now we know what Christina really wants. She wants Tick to help her find the the um the paper. Winthrop's With the, uh wants her to help him find Winthrop's book because we know that Tick has the special. He is a direct descendant, so he already has certain spells on his body that he doesn't even know. And that's the thing. She's trying to tell him, like, if you would just do what I tell you, I can, she's probably going to tell him, like, I can help you with spells that you already have naturally in your system.
2: Yeah. She definitely tried to put him on the game. But and
1: quit I,
4: trying to shoot me, dumbass. <laughs>
2: but I did see it also confirmed what I, – I think it was you, Mel, who said it last episode. It confirmed that Christina was the one who sabotaged the um, – Whatever
4: I'll say the 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 seance to what they were trying to do. I said it. I said yeah. That was me. That <laughs> was yeah. That was yeah. It wasn't me. I was like, oh god, I ain't, I didn't. I just saw some black stuff came out that ring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Christina really is the she is like the evil mastermind, of <laughs> the show, um, thus far. So we still I know uh, the next episode we see William come back, um, but again we don't see William and Christina in any scene. Not from what I saw. Right, not in the well, same room together. Yeah, so maybe she's a shapeshifter. So maybe she knows how to. That's
2: another spell she
4: knows. Yeah. Yeah, no spell, and we still know that she still has control over those monsters. So I'm just like, bitch, where the monsters at? Like, first of all, where where are they? Are they still on the on the in the village with the village people? Like, where are they at?
1: Why <laughs> you <laughs> So. I, it was, it's so Christina is like the baddest bitch, but it's like. Like, I want Tick we love him, to learn. love Yeah, I want Tick to learn whatever he needs to learn from her while he can, because this bitch is going to flip on him by how many, how many episodes in this show? Ten. Ten. This bitch is going to flip on him by episode nine. So he needs to learn whatever he needs to learn, because she's just using him, like, daddy yeah. to get whatever she can to a certain extent. And then it's going to be like, all right, I'm done with y'all. So I just yeah. need him to team up with Hannah and, and um, whoever else, all the other ancestors, because he gonna need, need them. It may be Hannah. Hannah may,
4: be. But Hannah may be in that house. You know, like, Hannah may have been the ghost in the elevator, you know, doing certain things. It seems like she, It to me, I feel like, again, I'm sticking to, I feel like Hannah was the one that popped that memory into George's head in the forest. I feel like maybe Hannah is in the house helping them as well. Um, I feel like in, if I feel... Tick needs to let go of the the hero like I'm the hero of everything you can't do everything ethically and I feel like you need to do what going. what you need use her like she gonna use you stop trying to be the hero you are just trying to survive this and get over on these people that's what that you got to come to that frame of mind you need you need to get a Republican frame of mind let me let me just put it real bl- uh, bluntly to you uh, how Republicans do it that's what you need to be doing is you would stay alive and do what you gotta do but I don't know but but he's like he if he already has it has the spells he has magic naturally in his blood way stronger than christina has so if he would just learn from her then i think he'll be a okay and he'll just be a a magician and and doing all the other stuff but but a good magician at the end of the day all right i don't know y'all this show every every episode is like it's like we're watching anthology series and like I feel like like it literally is just another show every single episode with like loosely tied together. This is bonkers. But watching this, like I love seeing I I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm trying to go back and see if I can see the ghost that they said was in the uh, near the elevator or in the elevator. I just couldn't see it. But because everything.
1: next week's scene looks even more bonkers because I got Goonies vibes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I got I saw Christina like almost on a, a high high speed chase or something seemingly down the road yeah. um i you saw really the yeah. lot in the field um science project like yeah. i saw every i saw so much stuff
4: yep so, and then what was powerful is you saw montrose say you know you you need to under the first thing you need to understand is you there you, you won't win like they're not playing fair you cannot play fair with these people and thank like, oh, you i'm you, you tired I'm
1: tired of people trying to play honorably and fairly with people who don't give a fuck about none of that. You gonna lose every time. Democrats, yes. Jon Snow, all of y'all gonna lose every time trying to play fair with people who ain't trying to play fair. So John Snow. I mean, I
2: mean I mean you you're right. People we don't we don't truly understand the level of evil that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. and I, I think once, once we understand that better maybe maybe we'll do something or maybe we can get changed out. So.
4: yeah evil is good that's <laughs> <laughs> evil is good <laughs> evil is good <laughs> and I was
3: like uh, the music was so good.
4: perfect what was the poem in the beginning did anybody I didn't research the poem in the beginning was that just written for her? Was that a poem that we know? Oh, I never
2: heard it before. That was from a 2017 Nike
4: ad. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Because it says lay. It didn't say letty. Oh, I was wondering. I didn't know. Well, I would
1: say closed caption said lay, but sometimes Lady. closed caption should be fucked up. Yeah. I was reading, I was looking.
2: Yeah, you know. I, I thought it was like an a, a old spoken word or something, but no, that's from a 2017 Nike ad.
1: He's like, man, that's an old booster. That's an old booster song. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: uh it's bone thugs and harmony. We all know, knows that. I don't know. But it was really it was just beautiful and I loved, the I loved the imagery of her sitting in church with her in her hat and you know well, she was so I disconnected. Was I
2: thought
0: that was George's funeral.
4: Uh, no, I think she was just at church. She was at church. Oh church,
3: okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah she was trying to spirit. She was trying the whole episode was about her trying to feel yeah so she was going places that felt familiar so she could get feeling
4: yeah and she just said she never felt connected like she's like i never could connect she's like i'm trying to connect to everything photography church the house like all these she was grabbing on all these different things but she could never feel she could never feel connected she never felt like she was there she right. felt like a. that's why i said like, she felt like a, a ghost that's why i'm like yeah. y- you're a ghost you know but you've been to the other side so the way you f- are feeling right now is not necessarily the way that you know everybody else is going to feel because again you are undead
1: now since these episodes are like i feel like an anthology do we feel like she reached a resolution (laughs) that she is whole again now at the end of this one because of the whole experience with the ghost, or is this supposed to be a continuous theme throughout the rest of the show that lady is undead slash vampire or did she or was it resolved no
0: so, i think that she felt whole i thought that's what they, yeah. they said the the writers said um she became whole as the ghost became whole mm. Mm. Okay. that
4: they helped each other okay i feel like i de- definitely dig that but i feel like Letty throughout the rest of the show is going to be more connected and easily um triggered to the people who to other ghosts I think that she'll probably be the person that feels those ghosts or, or otherworldly things more than everybody else. Yeah,
3: she I think knows. she'll be
4: definitely connected. She'll be that. She'll be that connection.
2: She'd be like number five from Umbrella Academy. No, no,
4: number three. Yeah, number
2: five. Oh, it was five. No, no, five was the old man.
4: Yeah, the oh first, yeah, oh balls. What is balls? It's the other.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was number three. I don't know yeah. what Klaus was, but he was my favorite <laughs> on the show, <laughs> or oh, one
4: of my favorites. So I'm trying to see where else these uh symbols are we're gonna find find it we gotta, we gotta we gotta look for symbols we gotta look for ghosts we gotta look for hannah and we gotta look for these pages in the book so and there's another book cause, uh, and there's two books you know there's a book of of names there's a book of the dead so that's those are two different books that they referenced in episode two as well so we need to find the book of the living which is a book of names the book of the dead is also in the mummy movies
0: yeah and how That's why know. next episode is going to be like a night in the museum.
4: Next it does, it does look kind of like a night in the museum.
0: A clue to the mummy situation, I think.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's see. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for our very long take. Um, uh, I thought the conversation was really great about the different themes of the show. Uh, tomorrow, I'll listen to the rest of the podcast, but... Um, a huge thanks to the writers and the producers of this show and the showrunners, to Misha Green. Um, I just, this is just something so brilliant that we are just falling in love with. And it's so scarily relevant to everything that we're going through today as Black people. So I, I hope that, my hope is if you have a white friend that has not seen the show or a non-Black friend, please tell them to watch it because it's very relevant for what's happening today that they need to see how, how their actions affect Black and Brown people's and have affected black and brown people. So I think it's very important for white people to watch the show. Um, so thank you so much. Please, uh, if you go to iTunes, you listen to us on iTunes, please rate and review our, sto- our show. Give us five stars. Please give us a great uh, review. Go to our Facebook, our Twitter, our, um, our Instagram. Leave us questions. We're always always happy to answer them and comments. We love to talk back and forth to each other. So we uh, look forward to hearing from you. And thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight on episode three uh, we all going to have the Holy Ghost as we get in the bed and be safe. All right. Bye. 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 Jesus.